0: If you really want to bring the a game of destruction, yeah, right. give it that raw. All right, welcome to another indecorous podcast. Purveyors of fact, farce, and fucked up history, joining this futile quest for knowledge. Have a laugh learn a fact, and try out all our super safe and decorous life hacks. As always, we have Bobby, Yo, Carlos, still alive, (laughs) and I'm Ian. I'll be your drunk driver through this collision course of nonsense. Well, everybody, we got a wonderful episode for you. Doing a special treat tonight. We are broadcasting live on Reddit for the first time. So for those checking us out on Reddit, this is the Indecorous Intrication podcast. Hey, you
1: guys demanded it, so we you did guys, it. You guys, you know, bagged the hell of us, <laughs> sent all, all, all you, those crazy comments. We want to see you on Reddit. I was like, all right. <laughs>
2: Crashed all of our emails.
1: <laughs> all right, so our lead topic this week,
0: apparently the corona is bringing out the best and the worst in all of us over these last couple months. So there's a couple fun stories that came out in the last couple of weeks that you probably haven't heard about. We're going to dive right in and let Bobby take it on this first one.
2: Wait, based on your spelling there, has it mutated into the coronavirus? <laughs> no,
1: no, but that's how we know Ian's still in good health. He's still the same person because he's still misspelling words. <laughs> if that was spelled right, then we'd be like, oh man, we might, yeah. we might have to take your temperature. Again.
0: Yeah, that's the sign of the apocalypse right there yeah, if I were yeah. yeah. to spell
2: basic words correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gay men in South Korea are being hunted on dating apps after palpable homophobia grows amid coronavirus resurgence. A second wave of coronavirus in South Korea linked to gay clubs is fueling a horrifying rise in homophobia that has seen LGBT people on dating sites threatened with doxing
1: so they're saying that they, they think that the gays are spreading the rona Oh
0: yeah, yeah, exactly, really yeah
2: based on things I've seen from South Korean culture, I thought they were all gay men. <laughs>
1: yeah, <that's> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> That's why it's a big problem.
2: <laughs> That's the
0: one place where like, the K-pop, perfectly heterosexual and appealing to teenage girls, and the gayest of the gays, they're almost one and the same. You couldn't tell them apart. Yeah. If you were a gay man, it'd be the most terrifying environment over there, because you, you wouldn't know who to hit on.
1: On Sunday, health officials, and we're just going to guess any Sunday, who, who knows. Once, on one of these Sundays, Bloody health Sunday. officials reported 35 new infections, the highest number in more than a month, 29 of these have been linked to nightclubs and bars in the IT, IT, in the Ikea, One <laughs> IT, neighborhood of Seoul, many of which were LGBT plus spaces. At least 14 people may have been infected by a single man in his late 20s who had no symptoms at the time, but apparently was having an amazing game that night, presumably because his hair was on point. South Koreans do have good hair. I will say that. I'm
0: jilly. I mean, I'm very
1: jilly.
2: Could you imagine how lucky we would be if anywhere in this country had only 35 new infections? Yeah, that's
1: pretty sweet. I'm telling you. I guess they did such a good job containing it at first that now 35 is just a big giant deal.
0: And the fact that most of them were from a gay district or whatever, gay clubs, it just made them sort of an unfortunate scapegoat, wrong place, wrong time. So the tensions were heightened further by the revelation that two other club goers with coronavirus had visited a gay bathhouse. You know is we there were any other about? kind, really? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> there Yeah, I
2: thought they were all
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> dumb, yeah, they were
2: all Korean. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the result is that gay men, in fear of being outed, are now forced to remove their photos from dating apps, only to receive ominous messages such as, you took your pictures down and you'll see soon. From blank profiles, like real menacing kind of threats. The Guardian reports rumors that YouTubers are joining gay dating apps to out gay men live, like going live on YouTube and like we're, we're going to out some of these guys or whatever.
2: Yeah, like man on the street type. <laughs> yeah, man on
1: the street kind of interviews or whatever. It just sounds like a good cover for a closeted gay guy. Like, I'm only on this thing to uh, catch <laughs> <Yeah>. these gays. <laughs> I don't know. What you're saying. Yeah, I just uh, I whip my dick out to make it look more realistic. Yeah, I'm just
2: scouring through grinder all day long yeah,
1: just to, to out you out them. Yeah, it's not I don't want to be doing this. So
0: social media users have posted video footage from gay bars clubs urging followers for donations to help put a stop to these disgusting going-ons or whatever. So it's kind of a funny point. Like if you're going to come out to your parents like 50 years from now, it's like a fancy gay club. That's when I'm doing it. 50
2: dr- years. Dr- dr- <laughs> we're probably not going to live that long, Bobby. Yeah,
0: clock. Say 10 or 20 years from now, you're at a fancy gay club sipping a cocktail. So how would you come out to your parents? Oh, some crazy lunatics outed me by stalking me on a dating app. <laughs> we had and- a Zoom meeting. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) It'd be a terrible way to have to come out to your parents to find out that they publicly shamed you because they thought that you were solely responsible for the coronavirus because people were
1: that stupid. Yeah. Well, I mean, it it goes to show you that the United States doesn't have a monopoly on stupid. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, I really thought South Korea was better than that. Me too,
1: right? I guess it's just because I've always been in Christian countries. I always assume that it's the Christian, well, I guess uh, and the Muslim religions that are anti-gay, but I guess... Even in Asia, Buddhists and whatever else they have over there, they're also anti-gay. Right.
2: I think that's one thing where all the religions come together <laughs> That's what brings agree. them all together is being yeah. anti-gay. It's yeah. the, the one thing they all have in common.
0: They color, can bond on they. that shit, yeah. So our next topic, this is a good one. So you guys may have heard about this. There's a new scam going on. And, and we do scams on the show a lot. It's kind of one of our bread and butter topics.
1: This whole show's a scam.
0: So... <laughs> In other news that you should be concerned about but may have not heard about, we have a PSA for you. Apparently, there's a Bitcoin masturbation email thread going around, and Bobby's got the
1: sauce on that.
2: Wait, masturbation email threat?
0: Oh, yeah. A masturbation
1: email threat. I think Uh, that's self-explanatory. (laughs) Yeah.
0: If you don't know what masturbation email threats are, then you haven't mm-hmm. lived in the 21st century, my friends.
2: <laughs> I mean, I, I did see that one episode of Black Mirror, but <laughs> uh, there's a new version of the classic sextortion email scam going around that demands Bitcoin to keep steamy videos of you masturbating to pornography off the internet.
1: Oh, that is like that Black Mirror episode, actually, that you mentioned it. It contradicts
0: yeah. all of my goals of getting pornography, me masturbating on the internet. <laughs> Hashtag life goals.
1: So uh, there are many variants, recent reports show an email that suggests a crafty hacker has placed malware on the porn website that you were fapping to. This allowed them to take over your webcam and record you killing the clown or drowning the cat. These are again Ian's words for masturbation that I've never heard, but I <laughs> like. Come on, drowning bro. the Wet
0: pussy drowning the
1: cat. What pussy. I mean, think about it. You know, is, right. killing the clown.
0: You have to use your imagination why, for that. Why one. are they
1: all so macabre, though? They all involve <laughs> murder. <laughs> well, uh, maybe
0: your masturbation hasn't been the same experiences as mine, but I, it's just kind of was the one that kind of touched me
1: the most.
2: Yeah, that's how I apologize to God after I'm done. I <laughs> sacrifice some other. (laughs) (laughs) poor sap
1: the email then requests 1900 dollars worth of bitcoin or else your messenger facebook and email accounts will receive a video of you jerking or jilling again i don't know what that is is that again another aphorism flicking flick the bean bro flicking the bean okay
2: no or woman has ever said this in in their lives
1: this is the ian man of romance <laughs> placed artfully alongside your kinky content of choice so basically they're like hey you know when you went to that website and started jerking off we recorded you boom and unless you send us all this money, we're going to post these videos all over the place.
0: Because, by the way, we have all of your contacts from work. So your boss is getting this. Grandma grandpa are getting this. So if, if this kind of scam falls upon you guys... In your lap, what, what are you doing? Are you well, are you playing along,
2: or it'll save me the trouble of having to send it to all those people individually, yeah. like I do <laughs> now. Yeah.
1: They should s- sell this as a service. Yeah. I just did... got
2: hours of my life back.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now I can and... I can concentrate on the masturbation and not as much on the distribution.
2: That, that... <laughs> That's <laughs> a very specific dollar amount, too. Like $1,900 specifically? Yeah, why
1: wouldn't you just round it up to $2,000? Yeah.
2: I mean, is that just like they trying to lower the price a little? I mean, why not $1,995?
1: But that's why they have the... A lot of people put like a piece of tape on their webcams now to cover it up. Because, I mean, I guess it is possible if somebody's a good enough hacker that they can get your webcam to work. Yeah. So they can, yeah. A lot of people just put tape on their fucking
0: thing. Yeah, I almost fool them with duct tape. I mean, because I, I have to, as a moral imperative... Masturbate on every single work computer I've ever been given, and I've had a lot of them. So don't yep. tape that shit and then check the box. Go on to the next one.
1: So, if you ever like murder somebody and they need to get your DNA, they can just go to an old laptop of yours. Yeah. Can you demand proof?
0: Yeah, send me the video first and if, if I see myself jacking
1: off yeah. then I'll play. Let one. me let me check the lighting first. Yeah. Let me see how I look. Yeah,
0: yeah. If I'm looking really good, if I had a like a good hair day, yeah. that
1: shit's going out to everybody. Then let's did I have a good solid fucking jizz or was it what it those like, like just pathetically dripped on my hands exactly. or things? Two tiddlywinks have come. Yeah, tiddlywinks. <laughs> Two poots have come. <laughs> Two poots. Was it poots? Tiddly It was
2: I think it was both in the same
1: <laughs> well, I think I think tiddlywinks is metric. <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right
0: so moving on to our next topic of the week we've scraped the bowels of the internet to find the most amazing life hacks for those brave enough to dare so set your moral compasses south and join us for this special edition of unethical life hacks
2: Stuff your road trip urine cup with napkins before peeing in it. This will absorb most of the urine and prevent splashback and lessen the consequences of spills
1: while on the road. I know this was such a common thing that people just kept road trip urine cups.
2: Yeah, I mean I've got my special one. Like if I get in any car and it, like oh, that's just some
1: no yeah, name. Yeah, I, I ordered a special one from Amazon. That's <laughs> special for road trip urine.
0: So I, so I can't tell you if this works, but I can tell you one that doesn't work. And that's just using like a regular one liter. So one time I was trying this hack without the napkins and I had to go home and change my trousers because it did not save me time. It cost me time.
1: I've tried, you know, from being on the road, I've, there's been a few times where I just like I'm running late and I can't stop anybody. I mean, Most of the time I can. I don't know why this is such a big deal. I guess if you're always running late to everyone, but I tried, yeah, like a bottle. I think one of the main things though is, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I need the feedback of hearing the pee hit water, you really know if I'm peeing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Otherwise, mean, but, it's like make-believe. Yeah, I, so I
2: need to hear people say, stop doing that,
1: sir. <laughs> <laughs> I need to hear people say, that's not the toilet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I need that feedback because I, I guess I'm just used to, my mind is just used to hearing water hit water for me to like oh them peeing yeah
2: like how do you even know you're peeing if you don't hear the girl gagging <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> if you don't hear her scream <laughs> nickname your boobs dick and balls so that if a creepy dude ever comes up and asks how you're doing you can just say something like fine i guess although my dick and balls are kind of sore today and he'll leave you the heck alone <laughs> Gosh darn it, he will. <laughs> <laughs> the the person is just asking how you're doing. You don't need to fuck with them. I think that's a nice thing to say. Hey, how are you doing?
0: And then you bring yeah. up your, bring up the cock and balls right away. Yeah, it's a little, <laughs> little jump in the gun there, I think.
2: I mean, that's the first thing I talk about when anybody asks me how I'm doing. Go for, go
0: yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, your dick yeah. and balls. Yeah, if you can steer up, the yeah. conversation to your dick and balls, it's an increasing the likelihood that said dick and balls will make an appearance later in the evening.
1: Well, I think this is like ugly shaming, though, because it's like, oh, if creepy dude says this to you, if it was like, if handsome guy says this oh, to you, then yeah, no, that's okay. Then, he's de- dashing. Yeah, <laughs> then definitely give him a answer that's not going to turn him off. But if it's like some unattractive fellow, then yeah, of course, he's a creep. He's a creep, yeah. That's basically what it is. Creep is just another word for ugly.
2: Yeah, or like broke. Yeah, or broke, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> How to tell
0: if your daughter is having premarital intercourse. Step one, when she's a little kid, come in your daughter's omelets. So she'll kind of learn the taste and then uh, she'll grow up and suck a dude's dick and then she'll say, wow, that tastes just like dad's omelets. And then she'll come to you one day and say, hey dad, did you ever come in my omelets? And then you can say, aha, you've been sucking dick, haven't you? (laughs)
1: Checkmate. Yeah, I don't see any flaws in this one. (laughs) Yeah. This is pretty bulletproof.
0: (laughs) It's a little bit of a
1: long game, right? But it would, yeah. boy, the payoff would be beautiful. Though, right? a,
2: a life hack or a life in prison hack.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is more like a life hack of how to justify to yourself that you love coming in your daughter's omelets.
2: <laughs> this is like how to determine if you're fit to be a parent or not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want kids, and I'm just like I'm about to leave. <laughs> so, Bobby's
0: moral compass—we <laughs> found a line he won't cross, <laughs> I
1: just—what daughter is gonna ask her father if he came in her omelets, right? Yeah, I don't think that's ever gonna happen. And, and, and well, the only thing that's gonna happen is maybe she'll mention it to her boyfriend. And then her boyfriend's gonna be like, What? What are you talking about? And then he's just gonna think that all jizz tastes like omelets. Cause I imagine the boyfriend hasn't eaten any fucking jizz ever. So now he's gonna also think that jizz mm-hmm. tastes like omelets.
2: Yeah. And, and like, even if you know he did that for a fact, I mean, you're probably gonna be polite and just never mention it, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, how embarrassed would he be?
1: <laughs> yeah. You don't wanna put your dad through that. That'll create some real
0: fun, awkward tension at those family Christmas parties.
1: Although, if you ever did go to IHOP or the Waffle House and got eggs there, then you'd be like, "Oh, this shit's not right." Just maybe
0: they—they don't know how to make omelets here. What the fuck is this? You'd be missing that special salt.
1: You'd constantly be returning eggs for not tasting the right way. And feeling
0: sad that you've never had eggs as good as when you were a little girl.
2: I was, yeah. I was gonna say, God forbid you find yourself in a situation where you just can't get an omelet that tastes like home.
1: Hey, everybody. Just wanted to remind you one more time, we got a Patreon, patreon.com slash comedy. If you really like the podcast, we would appreciate your support. We have three tiers.
0: And they are amazing. For the cheapskates in the world, we have the easy tier for three bucks. You can become a slag.
1: We love you, too. I love slags. No no judgment here. No judgment Well, you just call them cheapskates.
0: Well... (laughs) A little bit of judgment, but if you want to up the ante and have us judge you a little bit less, you can become a lot lizard. And what is a lot lizard? Bobby, tell them what a lot lizard is.
2: A Lot lizard is a truck stop prostitute. <laughs> so
0: one that gives hand
2: jobs to truckers.
0: We love truckers. Seven dollars.
1: We love hand jobs. Yeah. Who stops at hand
2: jobs?
0: And if you want to be the queen of the prom, you can become a scholarly, dignified courtesan, and you can enjoy all the bells and whistles of slag and lot lizard. Plus many more perks for only $10 a month.
1: That's right. But even if you're only at the $3 level, you still get all the bonuses that we post. We've been posting bonuses about every week. Extra content, Pornhub comments, life hacks, extended interviews. So you get to listen to all that even at the $3 level. So definitely check us out on Patreon. But we're also on social media at Facebook at Comedy. Twitter at Indecorous Pod because indecorous Comedy was too long for Twitter, so it's at IndecorousPod. Instagram at Indecorous Comedy and we are on Pornhub now too. Boom. Pornhub. Pornhub. Have and your fap hub. then have your like. Like official
2: like like not just surfing.
1: No Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We were constantly on Pornhub regardless, yeah, yeah. but officially we are on Pornhub and I don't know if you can find us by searching, because the man is still trying to keep us down. We haven't gotten verified yet. Carlos hasn't sent those dick pics yet. Not yet. But not if you want to find us, you can just go to pornhub.com users slash indecorous comedy, which I know sounds like a mouthful, but it's still way better than our YouTube URL. <laughs> Would you want to read that?
2: You no, could, you got the piece really, of paper not,
1: not that I don't have it memorized.
2: You might as well be trying to read a QR code. <laughs>
0: Alright, before becoming the focal point of excellent television like The Wire, you could pick it up over the counter at your local Sears. Everybody, get your plungers ready and try not to nod off while we talk about the dark history of heroin and the Bear Corporation. These are two things people have heard about, interconnected as it were. Most people did not know that. But the popular brand Bear and the famous drug heroin have a long, dubious
2: history together. You may have heard of just one of those things and then not cared about anything else ever. Mm -hmm. Heroin or diamorphine was first synthesized in 1874 by English chemist and future rock star slayer Mm
1: -hmm. C.R. Alder Wright. That almost sounds like a rock star. That was the the lead guitar of uh, Poison or something.
0: I've seen a flying V guitar, maybe a double neck flying V guitar.
1: Yeah, he played for, uh, what's your band? Nitro. Nitro. Nitro, called
0: (laughs) that.
2: The drug didn't become popular until more than two decades later when it was resynthesized by bear chemist Felix Hoffman, who was instructed to make a less potent and less addictive alternative to morphine. Hoffman must not have been known for his listening skills and instead produced a drug more potent and more addictive. <laughs> The head of Bayer's research department coined the name heroin from the Greek heroish, meaning heroic and
1: strong. So it really does mean heroin, like, you know, like a woman hero is a, yeah, heroine. Like a heroine.
2: Yeah, they, let's, we should just call addicts heroes.
1: I've always called them that. Sure. All right, so despite being the complete opposite of what they were shooting for, the lovely folks at Bayer decided the best course of action would be to get this bad boy on store shelves. That's right, no prescription necessary. No need to let a pesky doctor keep you from chasing that dragon. I always loved that, the chasing the dragon. So in 1895, Bayer marketed their fun new medicine as a non-addictive morphine substitute and cough suppressant. I guess because it killed you eventually, you'd never cough. <laughs> <laughs> morphine was a popular recreational drug at the time, and Bayer wanted to capitalize on a similar but less addictive alternative. They really been doing this for ages, because I mean, isn't this kind of like uh, the pill companies were selling the opiate problem that we have now? Yeah, the OxyContin. Oh.
2: Yeah, they just—it's
1: the same old problem. Yeah, it's like, yeah it's, it's like morphine, but less addictive. But it turns out it's just as fucking yeah, addictive. Yeah, as yeah, everything. exactly. It's like
0: the classic, the cure is worse than the disease kind of thing. So you're addicted to heroin, have some Oxycontin. You're addicted to Oxycontin, have some fentanyl.
1: Yeah, so like every every 10 or 15 years, somebody else will come up like, here's the new thing. It's not as addictive as Oxycontin used to be, but it is, and then you have a new problem. Basically,
2: any medicine that's marketed as non-addictive, just stay away from it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It is not going to be good.
0: So despite Bear's claims... Heroin would soon have one of the highest rates of addiction among its users. Apparently, the non-addictive claims didn't have to be true. They just had to be written on the side of the bottle. Beer was able to keep the party going until the U.S. passed the Harrison Narcotics Tax Act in 1914, which didn't outlaw the drug but made it available by prescription only. Now, addicts would have to go to their doctors and ask them for something to make them more heroic. (laughs) <laughs> A decade later, Congress banned it sale, importation, and manufacturing, which, as we all know, completely eliminated the world's heroin product. All Problems. right,
1: good show, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to ask is that when they first marketed this shit, how were people taking it? They, they were, pills, if, if I were, I were pills. If I, yeah, oh, there were, they used to come in f- pills. I think
2: they were just yeah. They were just oral
1: tablets or whatever. Okay, they have gummies. Yeah. Heroin gummies. So, <laughs> so, so
0: in, in defense, I'm going to have to defend Bear here. The whole thing about the labels is this. I get a candy bar, and it says 100 calories. That's awesome. I take off the wrapper. I eat the whole thing, and I get fat. I'm like, oh, why did I get fat? Well, it was five servings. So that, wow. that, that that's on me. That's my bad. I should have realized that even though it's one wrapper... It was like five servings. Well, I'm sure they put on there that like the serving size of the heroin was like...
1: Two micrograms.
0: (laughs) Like one micron or whatever the smallest fucking unit of measure is. That can't kill anybody. But the fun serving that I would want to take or whatever, you know, that'll kill you.
2: Yeah. And I guess if we're going down the whole like in their defense rabbit hole, (laughs) then at least you knew how many milligrams of whatever it was was in there and wasn't just rat poison or whatever.
0: (laughs) Teaches us the metric system and helps us... (laughs) Uh,
2: The bear never lost the itch to be completely awful and found themselves embroiled in a scandal in the 1980s selling knowingly HIV-tainted blood-clotting medicine to hemophiliacs. Made using the plasma from 10,000-plus donors, the medicine was made before there was a screening test for HIV. We now know that just one HIV-positive donor could contaminate an entire batch of medicine sold to unsuspecting hemophiliacs, so the company went back to the drawing board to make the product safer.
1: So the reasoning back then was that, well, yeah, one of these guys has HIV, but if we just put enough good blood in it, the good blood will overtake the oh, HIV blood? What? Science of diluting, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's, okay.
0: Diluting blood, bro, that's how it goes.
1: <laughs> so it's like alcohol levels, it's like, this is only like .08 HIV. <laughs> <laughs> a safer, heat-treated version of the drug was soon developed. What could have been a simple, our bad, we had no idea we were selling you HIV-tainted medicine argument. Went right out the window when the company, not wanting to waste all that hard work, continued selling the normally tainted earlier version of the drug for more than a year in Latin America and Asia. So th- these were hemophiliacs,
0: right? Like, So they were probably going to die from a paper cut anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Mother Nature, evolution, it was bound to happen.
2: Right? Yeah,
1: now you'll just die of AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: Ian was on the board for Bayer back then. <laughs> yeah. I'm I practicing, mean, I'm
1: practicing. Them. These are all the parts that I edit when we make our pitch to Bayer to be one of our sponsors. <laughs> like the other shit, we were just joking around about that stuff. This is how we really feel is <laughs> you guys did your best. You just loved hemophiliacs too much. So despite demonstrating the complete opposite, the
0: company's official stance has been, Bear has always behaved responsibly, ethically, and humanely to provide life-saving products for the global hemophilia community. By 2016, Bear had somewhat reformed their corporate image, as their worst scandals were clearly in their rear view by then. So they decided to get back in the game and get back <laughs> on the W column by purchasing Monsanto, a company arguably considered one of the most evil companies of all time. The transaction went through and ushered in a new era of evil. So this is a company that you guys may have heard of, Monsanto or Monsanto. I,
2: I Monsanto. Yeah, it's Monsanto. Monsanto. Yeah, I heard if, if you mispronounce it, they poison your water. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I think they poison your water regardless.
0: No, that's a good point. So you take C Montgomery Burns with his superpower evil, and then you throw in some like James Bond villains, and then and then just some dumb fucking people to make it fucking all even. This is double-decker dark history right here.
2: Monsanto was founded in 1901 originally as a food additives company. (laughs) It's very vague. It
0: sounds so innocent. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: I guess they're not going to add too many good things to your food. They made food coloring and artificial sweeteners before pivoting to deadly chemicals. In the 1960s, they manufactured Agent Orange, which was used in Operation Ranch Hand in the Vietnam War. In this operation, the U.S. provided a helping hand to the Vietnamese and took down nearly 1 million people. Agent Orange caused leukemia, Hodgkin's lymphoma, and various kinds of cancer. With the success of this program, the great minds at Monsanto thought they could take down 1 million Vietnamese. Just think what they could do to plants and insects.
0: Always the optimist, those people, right?
1: Now, Agent Orange, was it, what was it, like a. A Prague like
0: a, rock band? I think they were
1: Prague. Oh, actually, Carlos. yeah, they were, yeah. <laughs> r That's a or probably. <laughs> but was it a chemical weapon? Yeah, it was, it was
0: a chemical weapon. Yeah.
1: And it, was it supposed to kill people or just like plant life? Like, it was supposed to kill plant life.
2: Was the thought process behind it though? Like, be- because a lot of the fighting was in like these dense jungles and stuff. got to try to. Oh yeah, thin it out. Bro. Was that?
1: That's what I'm wondering too. It's like, was it? Was the purpose of it? I mean, obviously, it, it was poisonous as fuck and killed a bunch of people, but. Dude, yeah, like, like we get that it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. We got the funny part out of the way, but the, <laughs> was it supposed to have killed all the vegetation is what I'm wondering. The, was that the purpose of it when they first did it? Um, hey, Google. Sh- I'll just ask all our Reddit listeners what they... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, if someone can get back to us on what the original purpose of that shit was.
2: Yeah, stop flagging our account and answer the question.
1: Yeah, what does Agent Orange do? Win a free uh, Indecorous t-shirt if you get it right. You can just pick anything from our merch store. There you go. All right, Carlos can take us on this next one here. In 73, Monsanto took their lessons learned from making Agent Orange and created a glyphosate-based herbicide known commercially as Roundup. To date, this has been their most successful product and accounts for around 50% of their profit. The product kills bugs and weeds as advertised, but has a mild side effect and also kills humans. Pesky radical hippie groups like the International Agency for Research on Cancer and the World Health Organization, or the Deep State, <laughs> <laughs> as I call it, <laughs> have labeled the product carcinogenic for humans. But- yeah, Roundup is their big... Th- I mean, is I, 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 listen, man, I've never had a lawn or done much yard work. You know, it's hard to believe since I'm Mexican, <laughs> but I've never done... I don't know much about this shit, so is Roundup just like, was it just like the bomb? There was nothing else that was as good as Roundup? Oh, it was
0: best. It was best. Like, if you want to kill weeds and bugs, you can either spray some weak-ass shit, Uh or if you really want to bring the A-game of destruction, give it that round you really want to bring the a game of destruction give that all give that give that give that
2: all give that give that give that round. give that give that give that all bring the a game of destruction give that Bring give that give that all bring the a game of destruction give that all bring the a game
1: right. of destruction right.
0: It was like the nuclear bomb of killing insects basically.
1: Okay, word.
0: And they didn't know how bad it was on humans cuz everybody's like, "Oh, we just don't have tests." We do. I mean, grandpa was already dying, right? Yeah, it it's like, like
1: how yeah, how is this ever going to get in the groundwater, right? <laughs> so it started out innocent enough just spray it on the plants it'll never get into the ground it
2: kills world. all these other things just don't question it any further than yeah, that yeah. so there were
0: there were like some red flags and things like that but where other lightweight bitches would have saw reason to pause Monsanto saw this as an opportunity so they doubled down on the potency formula and this led to their next big breakthrough
1: they put heroin in the round <laughs>
0: <laughs> and killed all the junkies no. and then so the killing worked almost too good so Roundup was killing bugs, weeds, and grandpas alike. But unfortunately, it was also killing crops. So they spent the next 10 years in R&D creating genetically modified seeds that were resistant to Roundup. Monsanto was among the first companies to use GMOs. GMO crops have led to a tenfold use in Roundup, boosting
1: their sales in the process. That's pretty genius. To create a problem and then create a solution <laughs> yeah, to, to the, the problem. problem that you oh, created. Yeah, Dude,
0: exactly. They cornered both sides of the damn market. So they now hold seed patents on virtually all the major crops, a practice known as biopiracy. While some people complain this has led to a lack of biodiversity and less healthy foods, real science shows that trading vitamins for higher yields and profits is always the right move. So we should all sit down and just shut the fuck up.
1: That's why I take that Centrum higher yields and profits now. (laughs) (laughs) That it's, yeah, I mean, basically, what was the company from the opiates thing? Purdue. Purdue, Purdue Pharma. Didn't they basically do this? Yeah, they
2: started, I think, I don't, I don't know if they sold Suboxone or Methadone or something, but they tried to solve the problem that they created.
1: That they created. Yeah, it's fucking genius. Yeah, dude, I mean, that's exactly what they did here. It's, it's just like if we started a GoFundMe to get indecorous comedy off the air. <laughs> yeah. Like, we start the problem and then we start it, we make money off of trying to get the problem off the air. Uh,
2: They were at the forefront of using bovine growth hormone, which results in severe and unnecessary pain, suffering, and distress for cows. I mean, more profit. They found a way to speed up puberty, so these cows have a fabulous Mm glow-up in just a few months and can start being injected with sperm on the reg so they can make milk forever.
1: Oh, word. So they put the hormone in the cow. Oh, yeah, to accelerate puberty. And so then you can just start injecting sperm into them?
0: Yeah, dude. So skip the veal stages. (laughs) So they're only veal for like a week. And then wha-bam, they
1: got the big titties and they're good to go. So start getting these little bitches pregnant. Damn. So basically... I mean, I'm trying, just trying to understand it. Like, so they're little cow, calves. Is that what they're called? calves? I call them veal, but yeah, calves would work. Veal. In. And then you put these hormones in there, and then like, they go like, boom. They're like little girl to like full grown ass woman.
0: And that is called a glow up, Carlos. I'm, is that what it is? Yeah, see,
1: yeah, That's why I'm trying to understand what that meant. Yeah, so glow, so
0: glow up. up is like a Gen Z term for your puberty stages. When you go from like little kid to like sexy lady, and you want to post this on your TikTok. That's like, it's called a glow up. You know, you do like a glow up montage. Oh, so you skip all the,
1: the middle years. Yeah, dude. Just skip all them awkward years,
0: braces, and pimples, and get right to fucking making
1: babies. That sucks for pedophiles, though, right? Because they don't get that prime (laughs) age. That's that's, (laughs) that's how
2: you solve that problem.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you just fucking pump hormones into little girls, so they just, boom, you just skip all your prime pedophile victims. So you're saying warp speed, that glue up phase? There you go. But nobody cares about cow pedophiles. I'm assuming that's what we're getting at. That's that's why Monsanto is evil. Because all the cow pedophiles don't have anybody to fuck anymore.
2: (laughs) They have a whole other company devoted
1: to cow calf porn. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So despite all the great things that Monsanto has done for us, dark clouds are on the horizon. Oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. Roundup cancer lawsuits have been stacking up for a while now. The first three jury verdicts were awarded to the tune of $2 billion. That's even more than we make on our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> and there are forty thousand more cases pending. At the rate they are going, the total estimated value of all the pending cancer lawsuits will be three times the United States gross domestic product. For the record, it only says GDP on there. Uh, I knew, Carlos knows that. I know what that is. He's, a, he's meant. a human translator. Uh, yeah, Ian misspelled GDP, by <laughs> <the name. laughs> but then, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Can't a company just monopolize the agricultural industry and indiscriminately kill thousands of people in peace? I thought this was America.
2: Man, they're going to have to take a fraction of that settlement money and put it into some judicial races. <laughs> yeah, no
0: kidding, right? You know they will.
2: Yeah, we got to stack those courts, fellas.
1: <laughs> well, And the thing is, too, they... They're so evil that they, mm-hmm. they created all the seeds, right? That are resistant to yeah,
2: Roundup resistant to Roundup to their yeah. poison. yeah But
1: <laughs> then the shit, just because nature is nature, the wind will blow the seeds somewhere else inadvertently. Oh yeah, and then it falls into somebody else's farm, and that then I now they sue the farm. Yeah, dude. where the seeds fell, you gotta pay that royalty. Yeah, pay, bro. isn't that that's the the whole biggest horseshit of <laughs> all time, man? It's like I didn't yeah. even want this shit, but you're still gonna yeah. charge me for it. It's like if you were doing a money shot and. I I was like I was supposed to jizz on your face but the wind picked up and I just on uh, Bobby's face and then you charged me for the cum I, Yeah, and then I charged Bobby for the coming on his face man <laughs> I'm going to do that all over again cuz comedy is always better the second time around yeah. take 2 take 2 so it's like wait how would what it, would it be what it, would it be like
0: I think the metaphor was seeds blowing in the wind jizz blowing on the Bobby's oh, face Oh yeah 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 a yeah, very yeah, natural yeah. metaphor yeah. that's
1: right that's right <laughs> It's like well, basically, I'm describing what we do post show every single time. <laughs>
2: why does why does every metaphor you do, Carlos, end with "come on my face"? Yeah, that's
1: right. <laughs> and just basically everything I do, really, not just metaphors. Yeah, but it basically would be like if I if I was gonna the money shot, I was gonna come on your face, Ian, right? But then ah oh, the the wind, the draft, mm-hmm. it was, the northern winds, northern winds, yeah. Pick up. And Some then, might say I dove in the way. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> Like a bodyguard trying to save the president,
0: <laughs>
1: and then it got on on uh, Bobby Bobby's face here, and then uh, and then I charge you. And, and kids, <laughs> that is a story of trickle down economics. Yeah, that's that's how you explain trickle down economics.
2: Wait, can we do that one more time? <laughs> yeah, let's do it again.
1: Let's just do it for the rest
0: of the show. So, in retrospect, Bear's acquisition of Monsanto appears to be a bit of a rotten
1: tomato. Uh, What did they think was going to happen? You know, like, (laughs) why would you... I mean, I'm assuming they do make a lot of money, obviously. That's the reason why. But, I mean, don't you give a fuck about your brand?
2: I think certain industries, like you just—I mean, if you're in the chemical game, like you're not
1: going to. Yeah, it's just like nobody, nobody's hands are clean in the chemical game. I guess it's like yeah, and, and I'm stuff. sure this shit we could do on DuPont and oh, every other chemical, the 3M, every single one of them that's shady shit.
2: They've like all just collectively—they've just decided to be the corporate heels. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: that's right. <laughs> and we are the baby faces.
2: We are the baby faces. <laughs> Some with more come on them than others. <laughs>
0: All right, moving on to our final topic of the week, gang. Each week, Bobby heroically watches hundreds of hours of porn just to find these gems. The noble task of sitting through countless hours of bukkake, cut and his personal favorite senseless midget gangbangs just to bring you the best Pornhub comments of the week. And did we mention that we're on Pornhub, I think, for the 20th time?
1: Pornhub.com slash user slash indecorous comedy because even if you search for us, it's you can't find us. I don't know why. It doesn't show up. We don't have enough clout yet.
0: And for the hardcore fans, if you could help us out, tweet at Pornhub Aria. We're trying to get her attention. So if any of you guys want to help us out, that'd really tickle us if you just slip in her DM, tell her about it, and make our life very, very happy.
1: Yeah, tell her about how Bobby watches all this porn. <laughs> I don't know how he watches it with all my cum all over his eyelids and shit, but somehow he still manages to open his eyelids.
0: All right, Bobby can take his own this first one here.
2: This is from the real SJJP. My mom would wake up early just to cut the crusts off my sandwich for lunch. She knew the crusts were my favorite part. She hated me so much. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that took a twist. I didn't know yeah. that, was where that was where that was. That's the uh, opposite of Walter White.
2: Yeah, this person understands misdirection. That's right.
0: They assume little kids, I mean, everyone says little kids hate the crust, but I mean, when I was a
1: little kid, I didn't know the damn difference. You didn't know the difference between crusts and I mean, what's like I, a crust?
0: Like, I guess it, it wasn't like one of those, like, ooh, the crust is yucky. <laughs> and that they,
2: translated into excellent spelling as an adult.
1: <laughs> they only, like, that'd be funny. That they only fed you crust. Like, that would be the way to go <laughs> as a parent. You'd be like, you just give your son crust, and then you, that's the only thing they ever know. Yes. So they never, you can keep all the good stuff.
0: I always thought about doing that, like having a kid and only giving him, like, just vegetables. No sweets, no, no treats, no snacky things. Just let the kid be unhappy forever, and he won't know the difference.
2: Once a year on their birthday, give him a good old-fashioned cum omelet.
0: <laughs> yeah, you gotta get the cum omelet in there.
1: Gotta get his protein. Italy Winks. <laughs> this comes from not the ATF, but it's the ATF. <laughs> Jews created porn as a way to make you dormant and submissive. When you masturbate often, it lowers your testosterone and makes you passive. Masturbate in intervals once or twice a month. I haven't fapped in about two weeks now, and I genuinely feel like I could kill someone with a stare. So this guy's a conspiracy theorist.
2: Yeah, I've been uh, working on intermittent masturbating.
1: Oh, yeah? The, How's that the, working out for you? Yeah. How yeah. does that actually work just imme- <laughs> like, Do you stop yourself in the middle of masturbating? Yeah, I
2: masturbate furiously for 16 hours, and then I go to
0: sleep. It's, it's called edging, I think, where you work yourself up yeah. to a climax, but then you withhold, and then you go to bed with blue balls, and then you have like the best dreams ever I've heard.
1: Isn't that you only masturbate till seven and then you don't know, <laughs> masturbate again till the next morning or some shit like that? Isn't that Keto? Keto? <laughs> keto, Keto? I think you go going to ketosis or something. K- yeah, ketosis, masturbation. <laughs>
0: but they, they do say the science of this, I've read this, that if you withhold for about six or seven days that's when you hit your peak testosterone levels. Uh-huh. And then anything beyond that is just like, pfft, it doesn't, it kind of flatlines after that. But six or seven days is the sweet spot. And all these MMA fighters are now starting to do this. So they're not fapping for six or seven days uh-huh. before they get in a cage. And they're just going in there just like raging fucking testosterone monsters. And then, uh, but so for, for
1: those of us that aren't fighting other men all the time, <laughs> is, is there any advantage to, for us doing this? Are you trying to suggest that we should do this for the podcast? It'll make you more wholesome, Carlos. I mean, so, what, you know,
0: make you more in line with Jesus. I mean, if you don't kill the clown, I mean, he'll be happier. With so right. every six
1: yeah,
2: days. drowning your kitten or whatever (laughs) that poor guy has to go in after every cage match and clean up all that blood and cum yeah i'm telling you i often think
0: about that like it's it really is like a recipe for disaster because you're trying to get your testosterone to like peak level so you can fuck up the other dude but if you've ever watched mma there's like a lot of really homoerotic kind of like you know the mount position this and he's got the reverse 69 position that i mean you're probably going to get an unexpected boner right in the middle of the fight you're getting punched in the face. Sometimes at
2: home from the comfort of your couch.
0: I'm telling you, dude. I, I, I would be jacking off right before that fucking cage door closed so I don't have an erection. That'd be even more embarrassing than fucking winning the fight and then having an erection.
1: Have you seen... I think I brought this up at the podcast at one point, but the videos of the guy that tries to start a fight with somebody and then just pulls his pants down and then he's in his underwear and that freaks the other person out enough that they just run away. Dude, that's this <laughs> killer fucking move. Yeah, like they're they're ready to throw hands but as soon as the guy pulls off his pants the other guy's like, what the fuck? And then he just like goes like away. Like Breaker. Yeah.
0: I'm going to have to try that. to have to pick a fight with a stranger and try that.
1: Then you used to do that when you did stand-up? You fucking pull your pants off and were like... Cod piece, a, cod piece. Cod piece. There you go. <laughs> and
0: that's why I don't do stand-up comedy yeah. anymore, Carlos.
1: That was your Magnus Opus.
0: (laughs) My finishing move is a color. This next one comes to us from MTS8377. I used to masturbate onto birds at a local park. Not a thing that I'm particularly proud of because I became quite good at it. I was taking zinc supplements, so I was shooting massive loads, and it became something of a sport to me. For anyone interested, here is your best strategy. First, you need to find an isolated spot so you don't become a sex offender. I found a short kind of channel area where I saw the pigeons would congregate. Next, you arouse yourself. I was usually content with envisioning. God damn it. And this is where fucking Pornhub's 255 character limits has ruined our fucking Pornhub comment.
1: So we don't know what they were envisioning. It cuts off right there. We have to use our imaginations. I mean, this goes back to, on our episode a couple of weeks ago, there you go. we talked about how a dude jizzed on a spider.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: When we had Blair on, and I'm like, how did that happen? Because they can be pretty fast, yeah. you know? And then when do you pull the trigger and all this shit? So this person is just going to where just, there's just a massive amount of birds, So he's not really aiming. He's just like, this is going to hit somebody.
0: And he probably didn't jack off for seven days like we were talking about from the previous life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: this isn't as impressive to me as the hitting a spider thing.
2: Well, yeah, and he's claiming to be good at it. But then, like, yeah, any city pigeons that are just completely desensitized to people, they just... Hang out in large groups. Yeah, city
0: pigeons have no fear, dude. No, yeah. dude.
1: They used to the contaminated rain of whatever major city that they live in. The fucking jizz is probably healthier for and them. And
0: like at least yeah. half of the city pigeons have lived with Mike Tyson at some point, right? So, I mean, uh, yeah, they're so no strangers to fucking masturbation. But
2: imagine being one of these pigeons has to get cum on its back or chest or
1: whatever. It's like, touche. Touche. Yeah. Anytime one of these pigeons shows up with jizz, they're like, oh, you met MTS 8377? <laughs> <laughs> You'll be on Pornhub soon.
0: All right, so that's, that's a high spot. It sounds like. Is that what it sounds like? I, th- I don't know. If we could, uh, <laughs> masturbating our... perfectly on pigeons seems like a natural high spot. Can
1: we top that? <laughs> perfectly,
2: it's like <laughs> somebody holds up like a ten. That's
1: like a, <laughs> the bar has really lowered on our high spots these days. <laughs> it's like a limbo bar.
2: Yeah, it's just a spot, really.
1: It's uh, it's a bump on the road
0: see, so Bobby, you got any hateful haikus, birthday wishes to grandma, anything like that? I don't. Well, I've got something I want to promote for once ever. This will be fun and different. You guys probably heard some of these little sound bumps between segments over the last 30 plus episodes. I do all this and I've been uh, working on music off and on for the last five years or so. I'm going to actually put out an album with a lot of that shit collected within it. Nice. It's going to be out probably around the time this airs. So check it out. We'll probably put a link somewhere word if you guys are like man that five second segment of that song sounded cool i want to hear more now you can hear more
2: and then the following week i'll have a hateful haiku about that album there you go (laughs)
0: that'll finally the inspiration of his first hateful haiku Awesome. Carlos, you got anything?
1: Well, all my shows have been canceled, but uh, if you hit me up on the down low, I'll do a show for you. He does private closed. Zoom shows for anyone. I'll do a, not even Zoom, dude. I'll meet anybody that wants to His name to is Girl 826
0: He's got some private shows he'll do.
1: Well, that's why he wanted to get that Pornhub thing going. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, my fans are the real MVP. And I want to say this, Walk Your Cat, honor of my good friend Clint Norr.
0: All right, no one asked for this, but in the spirit of offering products and solutions for problems that didn't exist, this is the secret album drop that no one asked for. Appropriately enough, my band is called Pitiful Noise. The First time my lady friend heard me banging around in my music room, she called it that, and I never really felt like I could do much better than just to own her mocking moniker, so it kind of stuck. The album is called 404 because it's dead on arrival completely lost in the bowels of the internet. I'm not gonna promote this other than just this one-time plug. So it's really up to you guys, I guess. It'll probably be out end of May, Spotify, iTunes, all that shit. They'll have links on the site, so check it out. Here's the first single, hope you guys do.